Hello, and thank you for listening to this Gus Clemens on Wine podcast. I'm Gus Clemens. I write a nationally syndicated wine column for Gannett USA Today newspapers. I publish my columns, daily wine tasting notes, and wine stories on this Substack newsletter on Facebook, on my website, and on Twitter. Links to all can be found at the end of my Substack posts. Now let's get started. Bright Side of the Wine Crisis Winemakers have a mandatory character trait. Resiliency. They certainly have needed that trait in recent years while facing flattening wine sales, dramatic weather worries, global warming, COVID, rising production costs, supply chain woes. Resilient winemakers actually see a silver lining to all this travail. Global wine consumption increased by only a disappointing 4% last year. Same time, value increased by 16% to $36.15 billion. There were only slightly more sales, but those who bought, bought significantly up. A silver lining for winemakers. Flip side, supply chain disruptions and inflation pinched profits. Glass for bottles has increased by 20% the past two years. Shipping costs soared up to 300%, plus long delays in ports and shipping points. Bad thing for winemakers. Silver lining. Many winemakers transition to more efficient packaging. Lighter bottles. Screw caps. Bonus, supply chain and port disruptions are abating. Extreme weather, drought, frost, hail, scorching temperatures reduce production worldwide by 1%. Premium regions like Champagne, Bordeaux, and Beaujolais saw harvests plunge by 30%. Really bad for some winemakers. Silver lining. In recent years, winemakers fretted about overproduction. There is wine from previous harvests to take care of the supply for this year, and likely another. And production did not decline, it just didn't increase by much. Wine is worldwide. Plight in one region, plentitude in another. There is another movement that has been in motion for some years. Recent misery significantly encouraged the movement to organic, sustainable, biodynamic wine growing. The techniques which eliminate artificial chemicals, fertilizers, and pesticides produce quality grapes and better wines. And wine growers found they deliver significant savings too. Several vineyards use natural fertilizers and weed control to cut costs in half or more. Better grapes, lower costs. That is a winning formula in testing times for resilient winemakers. Here's some tasting notes. Click on the links in the copy to get more information. Joseph Carr, Josh Sellers, Rosé 2020. People who think they don't like wine will find this pleasantly appealing. 11 to $15. Goose Ridge Winery Revelation Rosé 2021. Refreshing, versatile, 
clearly built as a crowd pleaser from elite Washington maker headed by women, 18 to $26. Chalk Hill Estate Chardonnay, Chalk Hill Appalachian 2020. Juicy, fruit-driven, lush, plush, opulent example of classic Cali Big Fruit Butter Oak Shard. $35 to $40. Adobe Road Carbon 2018. Elegant, pleasantly enjoyable, rich, easy-drinking red blend led by Petite Syrah. $85. Last round. Okay, I might not be totally sane. I'll give you that. But at least all of my personalities agree Wine is amazing. Thank you for joining me today, and I look forward to our next visit.